You're listening to the Brew Time Podcast, a vegan content marketing podcast. I'm Fiona, your content mentor for your vegan and sustainable business. Join me today for a virtual brew where I'm going to be talking about sustainable content and you're going to come away with loads of tips about how you can create more sustainable content in both the energetic sense and in the environmental sense. Today's brew is sponsored by The Happy Tea Company. This is a sustainable tea company that grows their products right here in the beautiful Worcestershire countryside. So grab yourself a brew and let's talk sustainable content. Hey, so before we get into this week's episode, this podcast took a little bit of a hiatus for a while. And that's because um, I, I've always said, if you go back through all the podcast episodes, I've always said that this podcast is very much a testing ground for things that I'm curious about and want to see what works within the realms of content. And in that, creating this podcast came a little bit unsustainable with some of the other things that I wanted to prioritise. I've now spent that time away looking at just exactly how I can best help you guys, my listeners, um, and the kind of businesses that I really want to get listening to this podcast. And it was always about doing content differently, and it was about putting something good back into the world, but I really want to focus on the whole planet and people side of things. So it's, if you're not a vegan business, keep listening. This Everything I say is completely relevant to your business. But I am going to talk a lot about being sustainable and being ethical. And I am going to talk a lot about veganism and how we can put our messages out there in the world in a better way. But also, there are so many amazing vegan business owners and vegan leadership that have got brilliant stories and this is another platform where those stories can be told. So I've got a few interviews in this season that are going to come up and they're really awesome people but they're peppered throughout with me me chatting about about content marketing. Um, So yeah and on that note I have opened a content mentoring program. It's not properly launched yet. Probably by the time you listen to this episode, it will be open and launched. I've got beta testers going through it at the moment and it's dead exciting. Um, and the, and the, like my clients are seeing some really cool results because of it. And it's all stuff that I, I've been doing for years with my clients who I deliver content to. And I'm just showing other vegan businesses how they can do it too. Now, often these are single solo, I don't want to use the word solo, no, it sounds so American, but they're like one woman shows who are aiming big and they have a little help on the side, but they just want to make sure that their content is really driving those leads and sales to them. So I'll stop, I'll stop rambling about that. Um, you can go and check it out. I'll put a link in the uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, and you can book a call with me if you want to have a chat about it, or you can go check it out on the sales page. 
But aside from that, if you are thinking about how to improve your content, make sure you download my 30 Days of Vegan Content um, workbook and it's got a little mini email support series that comes with it as well and it's had some awesome feedback. Right, sustainable content, let's get talking about that. There are two sides to this sustainable content topic. Um, I want to talk about the first side, as in sustaining your content output in an energetic sense. Um, what I see happen is people will buy planners, they'll buy courses, they'll take advice, or it's not really tailored to their business advice. And they'll go, right, well, this person said, I need to do a blog a week. So I'm going to do a blog a week and I need to be posting on this channel this amount of times and I need to be on TikTok and I need to be doing reels and I need to be doing and actually that's not coming from a place of strategy. It's not coming from a place of understanding your goals and what what your time is, what your resources are. And what happens is it works perfectly fine for like the first few weeks, maybe even a month, but then it falls off. And I read some research that it takes, so what we're talking about here is a little bit about habit setting and it's a little bit about being realistic about what time you have available to you. So take this podcast, for example. I was completely unrealistic about what time I had available to me and I was trying to get it out every single week and by the way, it is going back to every single week because I've reassessed some of my priorities. And if you hear a jingling bell in the background, it's because I've got a new kitten and she's just been let out and has a collar and it's going, she's going nuts at the moment. It's really cute. Um, so yeah, this podcast is, and I was, I was working so hard and pulling in so many late nights and it became completely unsustainable to do and so I regrouped and tried to think of a better way to do it um just to put it out there like doing an interview podcast episode takes one to two days to all put together all over because there's um researching there's coming up the questions the interview itself is normally only 45 minutes to an hour and then I've got to edit it do the intro and outro and all these other bits of, and pieces. And I absolutely love doing it. And there's, you know, there's parts of it that I can outsource. But there's parts of it that I need to do. Like I need to do the research and think about the questions. And build the relationship with the guests to get the best out of them. And it all takes a heck of a lot of time. More time than I think you might realise for a one hour episode and so I needed to address that because while obviously I, and I think it goes back to this what's the return on your time investment so when you're looking at creating sustainable content you've got to look at both um, you got to look at your resources what time you have available who you have to help you you've got to look at the goal the outcome that you want does this fit into your strategy and then you've got to look about the return on investment. And that's of, most of the time because we do a lot of our content ourselves and we're not a big brand and we don't have huge teams. The investment seems like it's not a financial one. But for everything you do, 
if that's not bringing in sales, it's time that you could be using to bring in sales. And that's not to say you need to monetize all of your time 24 hours a day, because that's just plain daft. It's saying, look at the time you're spending, and is this getting you the outcomes you really want? Now, at the start of anything, you've got to put loads of time and effort into something to get it up and running, to build momentum and traction. And you've got to put that into perspective. So if, for example, you, you set up a new website and getting the SEO up and running is going to take a heck of a lot more energy than when your SEO is working and you can be really strategic about what you put out. There's two different sides to that. But what you do needs to be sustainable. So for example, if you have done some course with someone and they've recommended that you write a blog a week, you have to think about that is about three to four hours to write the blog being on the you know the small side plus you're going to want to promote it so you've got to think of how you're going to turn that blog into social media post and then there's all the extra bits like um, creating the graphics putting it on social media putting it on Pinterest making sure it's it's working for your search and do it, it ends up coming up to about a day a week do you have time to spare for a day a week every single week? If not, think of other ways in which you can do this, that you can create sustainable content. You've really got to look at how much time you have available, how much energy you have available. Because if your week's anything like mine and it's completely stacked and something comes along and disrupts it and it throws everything out, because, you know, modern life is busy and it is hard. And you do, if the, you, you create time for the things you want to do. So just think about what is sustainable for you. And the other side, when I said earlier, is a little bit about habits. A lot of this is thinking about how you can put habits in place to maintain that sustainable content process that you're creating. So I read some research and it takes between 66 and 238 days to establish a habit, a new habit. Um, I posted this on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago actually and, and someone came back to me and said, not only that, but your new habit often displaces a different thing that you do. So there's that to take into account as well. So And that's if you're doing something every day. So think about it in terms of when you're establishing your content process and you're making your content plan, think, what can I do to maintain this habit? And it's more than doing a one-month challenge or a seven-day challenge. It's about not beating yourself up if you miss a couple of days because it does take 66 days. And it's kind of the reason why most people will buy a content planner and then at the start of the year be all guns blazing and two months later it's all gone to pot and they're back into the same place again um and it's not because you have it's not because you haven't tried hard enough it's because what you're trying to do is completely unsustainable and it hasn't been embedded as a habit there is a second side to sustainable content that i want to talk about and i've actually got in two weeks time 
there's going to be an interview with an amazing woman who talks incredibly well about sustainable content. So tune into that episode. It's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to touch on it now in preparation for that episode in two weeks time. And it's, you need to look at the, what you're putting out, everything you put out, including this podcast, carries a CO2 emission. And I've talked about this before when I've said about you should be measuring, we don't have to, I recommend people measure their green metrics to know how sustainable their business is. So a year's worth of emails is the equivalent to about a 200 mile round car trip in your car every year. So if you're shooting out emails here, there and everywhere, are those emails worth the CO2 that it's costing to put them out in the atmosphere? And think about when you're putting out blogs and building things on your websites and building complex websites. And again, I'm gonna, this is going to go into more detail in the interview in a couple of weeks. But, you know, are you considering how much data that uses and how much energy that uses to run your website for people to go on it and and look at it I mean I personally would love to see like a little green tracker on the back of of WordPress and other platforms that says your website has put out x amount of co2 this month like I can see my google analytics I'd love to see that analytic on there like really simple and just shows it for me and then you can I'm not a huge I mean offsetting is good but better is not using is not wasting the co2 in the first not using the co2 in the first place but if you know that your website is putting out a certain amount of co2 and then you can extrapolate that to what your social media might be putting out as well then you can do something about it you can actually take realistic action and say that this website is putting out this much CO2 and here is what I've done to counter it in my life so that when you come to this website you're not adding to the great big mass that's happening in the atmosphere. Funnily enough um, I read an article about cryptocurrency and there's a way that they can now code, I'm not a coder, I do not understand coding, but there is a way that they can now code crypto mining that will make it 99% more energy efficient than what it is now. It will take away 99% of the computer power and the computer output while still keeping it completely safe and still maintaining whatever it is that crypto does. You can tell I'm not a crypto expert. But I think this is really cool because they've come up with a way, so like crypto and NFTs have the potential to be a really sustainable way of doing business, of sharing digital goods. And if they can make them more sustainable, then that to me is absolutely amazing. So it's not, don't feel bad about what your website is doing and not doing. My website isn't perfect in any way shape or form for a lot of things but it also isn't perfect for CO2 emissions. Now that every single time 
I do my metrics, I think about this and think about ways that I could make it more sustainable. But when it comes to your content, it's actually, let's put out less content that brings in more leads and so has a greater impact on the planet. Because you're you're listening to this, you're a vegan or ethical business, or you're heading in that direction, you want to make an impact. And through elevating your business, through letting it reach more people, you can make more of an impact on other people's lives. So you need content marketing, you need a really good marketing strategy to be able to do this, so that you're not just churning out content just for the sake of it. It, as long as there's a really clear like path and it's totally crystal clear that it's working, you're doing a great job, you're doing better than most people. And so I'd like you to just think about ways that you could do that. And it all comes down to creating sustainable content on an environmental level. It comes down to creating sustainable content on a personal level and stuff that affects you. Because if you're putting the effort and focusing on the right places and on the stuff that's working, you won't need to do all the rest of it that you feel like you have to do. And it'll leave you with more time and it'll leave you feeling much better about everything. Um, I'm going to share, I think, in this series some of the feedback I've got from my beta testers on on the work I'm doing with them because how much better they are feeling and like the total light bulb moments has been so amazing for me to see and this is why I I am developing this this program because I want to help more people feel like that. Don't worry, it's not a massive sales pitch at the end. But if you want to join my little community, um go and sign up to the Thursday brew. This is my newsletter that goes out every single Thursday and I have like a lot it's not stuff you'll find on my website it's me just sort of having a play creatively and thinking about writing and ideas and how we develop things so go and have a sign up to that the I go and like check out everyone who signs up or go and check out um 30 days of vegan content download that you can get um and I'll put a link to both in the show notes of this episode and I'll be back next week talking about why a vegan brand doesn't always mean vegan content. We'll see you then.